Hello and welcome. I'm Jillian Raymond, the co-creator of Juicy Bits and a Coalition Snow ambassador. And I'm Jen Garecki, your co-host and the CEO of Coalition Snow. For those of you who are new, get ready to laugh, cry, and maybe pee your pants a little. Juicy Bits is about taking the conversations that we start on the chairlift and at the trailhead and bringing them to you to explore alternative narratives that challenge the status quo about what it means to be a modern woman in the outdoors. Grab your helmet because sometimes it's a bumpy ride. FYI, friends, this podcast is for mature audiences, so you've been warned. Let's get to work and juice the patriarchy. Um, Jillian, are we are we still funny? I don't fucking know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you, Jen, you make me crack up, but you, it's like sometimes even just like your laugh or you'll ask, you could ask me like if I wanted fucking cream cheese on my bagel and I'd probably find you funny, but I struggle with humor right now one I need it so I kind of like will seek it out and I, I I've laughed um to the point of peeing in my pants and I had a, I didn't have a vaginal birth so this isn't like a post it's very common for women with vaginal births to pee themselves um but I literally to the point of peeing my pants so I know it's still in me but I definitely get a lot of that like energy and humor and just silliness from engaging with other humans in certain spaces. And I think part of what quarantine has done and, and shelter in place has done is it's limited that a little bit. So I'll just put it out there. I've been very anxious about talking about this topic. Just even being here with you now makes me feel better about it, but I don't know if it makes me funny. Okay. Do you remember how funny we used to be? Do you remember? Okay, so for anybody who's new to Juicy Bits, I want to give you the origin story. So <laughs> this was a weekend of peeing your pants. Let's start. So we our, our friends at High Sierra Snowcat and Yurt invited us to go down to um, Virginia Lakes area on the east side of the Sierra and do an overnight and do some backcountry skiing. So uh, we went down there with a, a group of people, a group of ambassadors for Coalition Snow. And um, we get in and, and we try to take, we, we try to go on a little tour before the sun sets. That part was not funny because the snowcat driver ended up falling really hard skiing and hurt himself and we had to like gurney him out it was this whole thing so I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over that not funny part but that evening we drank a bottle of bullet the big bottle um we were drinking wine out of penis straws mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. switched outfits with someone else specific specifically so I could pretend to be someone in their 20s so mm -hmm. that was hilarious. And I actually like vivid, I have like vivid, right now I'm picturing this. So I'm Holy kind of laughing. Like I was like shoving potato chips in my mouth and like pretending to be a millennial. I don't, I just want to say, I don't know how shoving potatoes in your mouth has anything to do with being a millennial. But at that moment, it, we it, thought it was hilarious. Um, then, so then fast forward to 
Um, oh, and then there was a lot of talk about anal sex, which I just want to say to everyone, you're welcome. You're welcome that I bring up conversations like that, that I know people want to talk about. Also, people blush, but come on now. That was a good conversation. Um, so then fast forward to the next morning. Also, by the way, I'll talk about anal sex anytime. So I don't know. I'm just going to put that out there. That's a side note for another episode. Um, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Next morning, we are hung over. It's not good. I don't even go for a tour. I think because I was having like, like splitboard issues. Lauren and I hung out and did some stuff. But then you and I drove back to Tahoe together. And um, a lovely human was in the back seat who was like super hungover and not functioning and kind of like napping. And and you you were rapping. So you started rapping. Oh, my potty raps. Your potty raps. Do you re- I'm going to just give you a minute to like think about those. I want to see if there's any way you can remember any of them to oh share in a minute because that that would be funny, Jillian. So I wonder if I need to be So I have been heavily intoxicated for most of the last year. I mean, I'm still functioning on a high level when I need to as like a mom and a teacher. And like a human, but I think part of where the beauty of those raps came from was the literal destroying of the brain cells the previous night through the bullet and the wine drinking through the penis straws. And then I did do a tour the afternoon before and then the day of. And then let's not forget when the cat uh, the cat operator got injured, we were sort of like, how are we getting out of here? Yeah. Very, very <laughs> not technical ski became really technical because we were expecting to get like a ride out and then we're just kind of like skiing. Oh, right. <laughs> like stirred up and I love it that my girlfriend Tina was the one who like mm-hmm. came out to the rescue us mm-hmm. and she's like you are all like a fucking shit show I mean we had yeah. so much stuff but in our defense we had come out on a cat and we were expecting to go out on a cat it wasn't like we were you know just like being high maintenance like bougie you know yurt visitors we were like we're coming out on a cat we're bringing all the things we're consuming yeah. all the things and then we're gonna pack out our shit um, but instead we had multiple, um, yeah, snow sled rides to, to safety. And I did have, um, I feel like I had uh, traveling Stanley with you, my nephew's little like laminated cutout. And I was, he sent it to me to try and make him this cool book about where his that did happen. That traveling did happen. Stanley went. And I don't, poor Stanley. I mean, this did not make it into my nephew's hopefully like eight year old project, um, but yeah, poor Stanley was, ex- uh, was subjected to some very, um, inappropriate and also very appropriate, um, contact that night. So yeah, the raps kind of came from like, Gorecki's driving, poor, you have to <laughs> captain, she's captaining. So I'm co-captaining. I have to entertain her and I yes. have to just, like, keep the vibe alive. So this is actually giving me a little bit of confidence. Um, but I don't know if they're going to come out. I'm going to try and kind of like. Okay. I, I want you, I want, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start like channeling this from you. So, so I'm going to continue the story. So we're, we're driving back and like, we are so hungover. And I know that you shouldn't necessarily glorify being hungover. Um, I also want to say, I mean, I'm with Jillian. I've been accidentally hungover like three, three times a week for the last year. And you know what? I'm, at least, at, at least I still can like wake up and do work and I'm not smoking crack. So I feel like this is like a mm-hmm. big win for me, but 
Um, I'm definitely a drinker. People know that about me. Um, I'm not drinking proud right of it. <laughs> I am too. This is just a statement of fact, really. Um, it's certainly a coping mechanism, and I certainly drink too much frequently. So I can acknowledge that. But um, so I. When you got to take a shit and Jen takes a shit, then she takes a shit. We've got a shit. I don't know. Do you shit? I've got to take a shit. So please take a shit. Let's take a shit. And then we got a shit. So please pull over because I got to take a shit. It might come from that. You know, I wake up this thing and I have to go to the bathroom. Maybe did I need you to pull over? And I was like, I'm going to poop my pants. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to do both. Because it was definitely gross humor. Like, it was not the kind of shit I normally talk about. I'm not a potty girl. I'm not, like, I don't like farts. I don't, even now, my freaking almost three-year-old daughter's like, Mommy, come here. Smell this. And she, like, wants to fart on me. And I'm like, wait, I, this is not my humor. But that day, it was my humor. And our human in the back kind of loved it. We actually got groans from her. And we didn't build, like, love for the podcast out of me needing to, like, shit my pants in the car. But it might have been, like, yeah, that might have been part of where it came from. Sorry, I was just, you were saying, you were saying. No, that was that was really good. So, so you start rapping, like, just like that. And then from that, which I'm also going to just give you a moment to think about another rap. And when you start rapping, I'll, I'll stop talking. But um, from that, we thought we were so hilarious. Like, legitimately, we thought we were so funny. I was the one who was like, we should have a podcast. We should share our humor with the world because this is too good to keep to ourselves. And we turned around and we were like, Jen, what do you think? Podcast, right? She's like, and we're like, that's a yes. Look, she thinks it's so good. We're going to do that. And we like within two weeks had the name for the podcast. We had, I had bought us some microphones. We were hanging blankets up in our, in our, in our rooms, like building these little recording studios. Mm -hmm. And I, at the time I was living in this really, really tiny flat in Reno and I slept in my closet. So for, for a few years I was sleeping in a closet cause I was in this one bedroom flat and the bedroom was on, on the street and had these big windows and it was really small and I needed to work from home. I've, I've always worked remotely. And so I was like, well, I spend more time working than I do sleeping. So this room has to be the office, i.e. Coalition HQ, because this was before we even had a retail shop. So Coalition HQ was this, what was meant to be a bedroom, which originally these, these apartments were, it was an old hotel from like the fifties or sixties. So this was actually a patio, like the, 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 that was built out and covered. So I needed a place to sleep. So there was a there was a closet that fit a double bed and that was it, a mattress. And I put a mattress in the closet and that's where I slept. And that's where I recorded season one of Juicy Bits with like pinning up like push pin fucking blankets up all around. Like there was actually a window in it, which was super nice. Um, and the closet yeah. I slept in where we had to jump on the queen size mattress to get all the corners down. It had a window in it too. It's so thoughtful when those little rooms mm-hmm. have windows. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I can. I remember that was a cute flat, um, and really I do remember cute. doing some good recording there. And it was so nice to be able to walk out of your place and go to Liberty and go mm-hmm. to yoga and all those things that you just have at your disposal um, in a cool city like Reno, and then also walking. Yeah, that um, was really fun. So yeah, so that's how that's how Juicy Bits started, and we promise you, we were so funny. Back then, our first season, we talked about waxing our legs and, and well, and all the things and how much like we have this, like how we, 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 um, just always are like, like right now, my body is so hairy right now. Cause I'm in the, like, I don't give two fuck stage. So like everything is just like firing and I'm like perfect. And then other times I'm like, you know, I got to get rid of this. So we had like a whole a whole episode on waxing. We had a whole episode on dude soup. Okay, let's I talk about where dude, dude soup came from. I think you and oh I have also God. engaged in like brilliant social experiments. So it's like the funny with the smart piece. So the dude soup, and I'll, just like a little trip down memory lane, for me, that kind of was born out of OR. And we would, so we had a, a few stint year. I know you've engaged in them pretty heavily, like, um, building coalition and networking and all the work that you do. But we, as an ambassador, there were a few seasons where we were all down at OR, the trade kind of big retailer shows that used to be in a big convention center in Denver. And it was fucking dude soup. And we're like, where, what is this? And I was like, there are so many, and they're not just males or like humans with penises, just like the dude energy was so fucking thick. The toxic and the masculinity. Person, it was just oh, like, God. it was so toxic. So and and the thing is, is that it, it wasn't outdoor retailer. Remember, it was oh, Snow Sports S-I-A. Industry of America. It was SIA. SIA, and, sorry. Thank you. And, yeah. But I think also, though, wasn't it in Salt Lake City? So it was before, it was a snow sports specific uh, trade show before outdoor retailer and SIA merged. Since the merger, there's actually like safe merger. zones that you mm. can go and not be in the super gross, toxic snow sports, dude, bro, vibe, gross section, which still exists, but they're like upstairs in a fucking corner and I never walk through there ever. But we were, this is, yeah, this is when we were trying to build coalition and it was a, it was a trade show of just snow sports and it was awful. So we had to fuck with people. I mean- Oh, yeah. Well, we're also researchers, right? We're like sociologists. We're like yes. curious in human behavior. So Jen had this brilliant idea and <laughs> made rolls of toilet paper with the coalition logo. And it was like coalition get shit done, if I remember correctly. And we mm-hmm. were it's really funny when you're in these big convention centers where they've got like the lock and key on the toilet paper situation. And so we were like thoughtful about like, all right, we're going to put some toilet paper in the restrooms, but what else can we do with it? And I was like, you know what? I always think it's really funny when people have toilet paper on their shoe, when they come out of the bathroom and like, that's a thing. Like you fucking tell somebody when that happens, it's like, so just a little, I'm going to digress just because this is happening to me now in my current life because um, my daughter really loves Band-Aids and we play like boo-boo games all the time. So I have Band-Aids fucking everywhere. The other day, walking up to go skiing at Homewood, a person is like, excuse me, do you know you have like six Band-Aids on your, on your backside? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I do. I've got them everywhere. And then, then 
in the fleece items, they're just like melted in now. So band-aids are everywhere. So I do appreciate when someone points out like the spinach in the teeth, mm-hmm. the, the random band-aids on the ski pants, but it's like the, ran- the the toilet paper on your shoe. This to me was like this pivotal, like sisterhood of shred moment. I'm like, if, if we can't help each other out, so we're like, let's see what happens at the trade show. If I walk around with toilet paper <laughs> on my um, shoe. Okay, but let's let's be clear. We're not talking about like three squares. Like we're talking about 10 feet. There is like, like a, a red carpet of toilet paper. There is a 10 foot um, like tree. A train. It was like the train I never had. It was a train, a train of 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 custom printed coalition snow toilet paper that said "We get shit done" with our logo on it. And Jillian is what I am maybe like twenty to thirty feet behind her, capturing this on my phone and like barely holding it together. And she's walking through the trade show like she has no idea what's going on. And so I'm now watching everybody's response to her. And this is where the, like, the fucking assholes. Oh, my God. These guys. So some people were nice. And they were like, hey, you have something on your, you have some time. <laughs> the best are the people who mammed me. Like I'm getting mammed oh, now, like, and like, but ma'am, ma'am, excuse me. Kind of like the loss. Like, what's that woman doing in here? <laughs> like, um, oh my, oh my god, we feel so bad for. Her. And so those people were like, people they were totally cool. Me. There were dudes at booths, like you know, whether it was like you know a different snowboard brand or a um, snowboard binding brand, and it was it was a lot of the snowboarders. I'm going to say that, and as a snowboarder, I have no problem talking shit about like the fuckery in snowboarding at all. But um, I'll never forget those. I re- I wish I remembered what brand they were from. Maybe you do. These two dudes were snickering. And, and pointing at Jillian. And then, and I think I went up and said something to them. Would you remember what happened? So what I remember uh, is that they were mad that we like tricked oh, them. Oh, yeah. Then they got and mad. They were, how dare you do? And we we're like, how dare you? They were like snickering and kind of heckling. And you were pointing, like. Pointing. Totally playing along a little bit. And then like they were pissed that we like trapped them. And we're like, dude, we're just like kind of fucking playing around. But like what? Like you wouldn't tell any person walking by you with a train of 10 feet of toilet paper that they're like literally kind of mortifying themselves like like help somebody out like you're fucking jerks well here's here's the thing oh you think you think we just let the cat out of the bag that you're assholes okay wait everybody fucking knows your assholes to start with that's why we're doing this in the first place like (laughs) if we thought everybody here was fucking cool we wouldn't be trying to have this social experiment to sort of prove our like that, you know, like our, our gut feeling of like, yeah. this place is full of people who are not like kind, they're not kind human beings. And you got to have like the cool kids card, you know, like you got to be in the club or not. And so like, we had this feeling there of just like feeling so outside of, of our own industry and, and um not welcomed at all. And so yeah, like, are people going to tell Jillian she has a 10-foot trail of toilet paper hanging from her shoe or not? And they were pissed. And we were like, what? Like, so you just got caught being dicks? How about 
you say you're sorry, motherfuckers. That's right. Those motherfuckers. That's what happened. Well, and then mm. we also have to like give it up to the the other booths that were like cooking us food and kicking down all kinds of good. So there was definitely, I think it's what encouraged, I know it encouraged me to want to go back um, for another um, season show and just kind of be aware. And then also I think in some way not, it's just like de-romanticize that the industry is, oh, so fucking like inclusive and cool and everyone's awesome. And it's like, actually, no, that's not the case. And then you kind of look for who your people are. And those were not our people. And, but it was sure fun as fuck to do that work. I had another mini social experiment and I'm actually remembering this because I messaged you of all um, humans to share this with. I had... I was flying down um, to Southern California and I was still breastfeeding at the time, but I was pumping because I wasn't with Micah. This is just like another little social experiment that I remember sharing with you. And I will have to say, aside from the time where I ran the marathon, AKA almost like passed out and limped to the finish line right before like there was four <laughs> seconds left and couldn't pump and was like dying. My, my breast had never looked so perfect. And mm. I never for a moment, occurred to me how fucking predatory and toxic humans are when you have that level of, of, of breasts. And I'm sure any of our listeners right now who are like, okay, well, welcome to my world. Like it was a very eye-opening experience. Cause for me, as someone who is not, does not, I don't have big boobs at all, but, but breastfeeding I did. And I remember looking and I was like, this is fucking fascinating how, but like, and I wasn't wearing something terribly, it doesn't matter what I was wearing, but either way, they were full of milk. I was not able to pump until I finally begged the stewardess because I forgot this stupid adapter and it ended up landing me a seat in first class, which was super nice. They flight had like a flight plug. attendant. I'm catching you, flight attendant. Yeah. That's your were- East Coast old school oh, flight attendant. I got you. Attendant. Is that, that's okay though, right? That's not like. Flight attendant, you just said stewardess, so I'm, I'm calling you up. Oh, that's not okay. Did I say that? That's totally East Coast. This is stewardess? Is that even a thing? Well, it was a a steward. Okay, I'll call him flight attendant. Okay. There you go. There you go. Um, Saved my my breast. But I remember walking around. I was like kind of taking photos of myself and taking photos of people being like, is this what it is like? People are so socially fucking rude and just fucked up that this would be that you would feel so on target just for um, your physical attributes. And it was like, oh, these social experiments. Like to, uh, This is what I'm doing now with my mask social exper- experiment of the nose penis at the ski resorts is oh. I'm telling people. And that's my thing. I'm like, your nose penis is hanging out. And they don't know what I mean, but it forces them to look at me masked and then they put their mask back up. Nose penis. I haven't. I haven't used the nose penis yet, but um, I have definitely talked to um, men about not being next to me with their mask down and also not skiing on my snowboard and also not getting on a chairlift with me trying to pack it. Just lots of like, I've been yelling at bros the past two weeks on all the powder days, like literally yelling at them and having to advocate for myself. Um, Anyways, that's not funny though. So we'll save that toxic bro um attitude on powder days for another one um do you remember at the very at the first trade show that we went to we hired a male model and we had him hand out um lollipops that were shaped like um the clitoris we like 
it had it's fucking brilliant clitoris um, lollipops that we gave out to everybody. I mean, it's a it's amazing. It's, okay, it's not surprising that like the entire snow sports industry is like fuck these bitches. We have like they have, fuck them. We have no time for them. Um, I, I wonder like that clitoris lollipop should be enshrined as like an artifact in the fucking ski hall of fame, along with the toilet paper, along with uh, a photo of us, along with, I mean, all of that, it needs to be documented and, and should be like in a time capsule somewhere. We, I mean, we've definitely done well now, just so that everybody knows now, when we go to outdoor retailer, to the, the outdoor industries trade show. I am working nonstop and running from meeting to meeting and I'll start my days at like 7 a.m. and then finish my meetings maybe at 6 or 7 and then, you know, go to the parties and I'm just, I'm having fun and seeing friends, but it's business. I don't have any time for these shenanigans at all. But what I do have time for, so I don't know if you all know this, but Coalition Snow does an amazing April Fool's joke every single year. Um, I love them. Last year, it was about baking cookies for men because of how much they help women. Um, <laughs> we did. We we made we made a ski for men that had like bacon and a nude woman and Paps blue ribbon on it. And people, pe- the the thing, <clears throat> the thing about our April Fool's jokes. The reason why they're so good is that people think that they're real. Like we actually really get people. One year we had a, that we had bought a ski resort and we were only going to let women ski there. So all of these, it's not the cookie one, the cookie one. Um, also that was in the middle of COVID. So like I take a, I get a fucking pass for not like a hundred percent nailing that one, but the, um, ski resort for women and the making a men's ski, those ones people thought was real, but the, yeah, the big one was like bought out for like millions of dollars. Yeah, just, like covered in like all the all the greens, all the ben, all the bennies. Right. So Lauren, our creative director, which a lot of you might, you know, she's the one who who designs almost all the graphics for our skis. Um, she photoshopped me in mountains of cash, and the the April Fool's joke was that we were bought by Bro Man, um, and. And, and it was this this long thing, and and in it, I was I was quoting myself as saying things like, you know, we we knew that we couldn't do it ourselves, so we had to get a man involved, blah blah blah. And then I had like Chad something or other make a quote, and and the the question was like, you know, do you think that you'll diversify outside of supporting wh- white women? And his comment was something like, I, also I wrote, so his is me. I wrote this whole thing. His comment was something like. Um, you know, women are trending right now. So we're going to stick with this until <laughs> people of color are trending and then we'll see. And I wrote this, this was like two years ago or three years, years ago, but here, so I have, I am funny. You can go to the coalition <laughs> snow website and search for our April fool's jokes. I'm fucking hilarious is what I want to say. But here's the thing about that one, Jillian, someone emailed me a month ago and they said to me, I've been doing some, I've, I've been, been um, consulting for a new outdoor brand and I was doing market research and I found this about coalition and I thought that you would like it. So a major research group who publishes insights around the outdoor industry 
had official had this thing about coalition where they said we were bought by Broman oh LLC and whatever. And I was like, oh my God, they thought it was real. And then I did some digging yes. Yes. and and their base. So this research company is based in India. And I was like, oh, they don't get sarcasm in the way that we do. And they don't understand April Fool's. So I felt bad. But also at the bottom of the blog, it said, like the press release, it said, check what day it is and then go back up to the top. So like, yeah. So anyways, a month ago, this blog got brought back up. And I'm going to tell you, Lauren and I have already figured out what we're doing for this year's April Fool's. And it's good. It's hilarious. We are hilarious. We came up with it. We came up with it like a month ago. I was heavily drinking. I She was not because she doesn't really drink. But we were just like riffing on Slack um, and... And it's actually based on a real idea. So years ago, we had this idea at the very beginning of Coalition. We were like, well, it's really hard to sell skis. So maybe what we should do is buy a little cart that you, you know, uh, that you just like one of those carts that you um, cite, like a pedal cart that you, you know, and um, we should just sell burritos out of the back of it and just call it Coalition Snow as like a marketing thing. So like people learn about Coalition during the summer because we'll like ride the bike around the lake and sell burritos to people. That's also Lauren's probably like grateful dead. I was going to say, it's totally like a lot, a lot vibe. Yeah. That's, and I know that you buy a burrito. One for three, two for five. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to charge way fucking more than that. It's 2021. It's going to be like (laughs) one for eight, three for 25 is how I'm, because that's how I'm going to roll just so that everybody knows. Anyways, this April Fool's joke is going to be really good. And that will likely be the next time I'm fu- I'm funny. And between now and then, I will not be. I will be um, uh, sarcastic and I will be very disappointed in humans and the world. And I will drink heavily. Fucking not, like knocks me down as I'm like, wait, can I be funny? I'm like, wait, there's still fucking shit. And it's like the metaphoric like buildings of crashing and the earth, like the internal earthquakes and the external fucking cyclones and i'm like holy shit i'm like can my humor where it's going you know what this is my this is my my commitment i'm saying it out loud right now i am going to i'm going to refine my funny and it's going to be fucking great and i'm going to do it and that's my promise to you and all of my all of our listeners and to myself because it's out there. It just needs to be kind of like dug out a little bit and like kind of like re-stirred up a little bit. And then, I mean, I get that we need to be serious because there's serious shit and we got to be on it. But the funny is real. And I will say, going back to our waxing episode, because I have not been able to wax, here's a little funny for you. I heard like a little squeal and my daughter thought that an animal had been killed in the shower because I had done some self manicuring because I was like I just can't even (laughs) and I was like I might she was like mommy is an animal animal sneaky squirrel like that's what we call them and I was like oh my god in the fucking house like that's the last thing I need is like animals in the house and she's like look and you know the bottom of the tub I was like oh fuck that didn't drain good that didn't drain good at all I was like don't worry honey I'm just I'm just gonna get on that I just kind of needed to like you know it was kind of like lawnmowering (laughs) so uh, oh my god so, so uh, okay 
during like at the at the very first time we were locked down for for covid it's when i like pretty much let everything go and i was like i'm not doing anything i'm not i'm not taking i there is nothing about my physical appearance that needs to be attended to at all i don't like and so i um let my bush totally grow out and then mm, like i'm pa- so I don't, I don't do Brazilians anymore. Like I, I keep hair because I'm not dealing with that level of pain ever again. And also I don't give a fuck, but anyways, so, but I I got to a certain point, I think like in May or something where I was like, you know, I'm going to trim this up. This like, I can braid it now. I feel like I should like trim it. And this was for me. I wasn't even fucking anybody then. So this was like a hundred percent for me. So I, I have my little groomer and like, I like trimmed my bush and it was in the bathtub. Same thing, like in the bathtub. And one thing that I did during COVID um, and also during the Black Lives Matter protests is I was documenting it with my instant camera. So I have a Lomo wide format instant camera and I took a, I took a photo, this instant photo of the hair in the bathtub to like remember that right so the funny part of this is like I keep these photos all I have like maybe 20 photos and they're all stacked up and they're on my dresser in my bedroom as just like part of I just keep them there to like remember that time I've had so since then there have been a few lovers to come into my bedroom and I've had to say to them no 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 don't look through those photos yeah private journaling research uh-huh. that's not for you you there's one thing you're meant to do here and it's not to look through those fucking photos or anything else in this but don't even look close your eyes close your eye well, i don't even need you or actually no open them at the right time but just stay focused and there's like i've had to like tell people like no no uh-uh, mm-mm, back up get away from that stack of photos because there is a photo of this like massive fucking black mound of hair in the bathtub from my bush. (laughs) Um, And I'll just go back to one thing that you said that I think is very fair for us to like reiterate and remind our listeners because we got some like a little bit of like feedback, which is a gift after our waxing episodes. And we, and we always come back to it that it often it is just for us. So like to wax, not to wax, like braid the bush, you know, just you do you. Um, but when you hit a point where it's like, you know, creating electric shock between your ski sock and your boot, and it almost feels like it's kind of like the corduroy rubbing. They're just, sometimes there just needs to be some, um, dealings and of comfort. Um, so again, no, that's, it's do what you want to do. Hair, no hair, whatever, however you do it. Jen and I wax animals into our appliance. I mean, I probably have to fucking plunge. You probably do. You probably, so I didn't, I didn't run mine down the drain. I don't think, I think I scooped it up and put it in the trash because it would have certainly clogged the fucking drain. I mean, there was that much that it, it would have been a clog, a drain clogger for sure. And that, that would have been so much. So I think coming up because we still get, we've got serious, we've got funny, we've got interviews coming up. It sounds like there's like going to be, there's going to be an anal sex episode. There's going to be a douchebag, you know, my fucking boards, because I'll tell you, there are some, I, it would be so great. Part of the whole vibe with like the shelter in place. That's been a little 
you know, enjoyable, which sounds like kind of guilty here in the, in the West shore of Lake Tahoe It's just kind of been this rural Tahoe sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that there's a few characters that could really use to hear our what not to say in public or what not to say oh, anymore. No. And I loved our episode of kind of like what you should not shit. You should not say to women anymore. Shit. You should not say to mothers. I have one now these, poor, I don't know where it's coming from, but it's like, I meet great fun um, parents. Like, you know, I'm out a lot with my little one and the stuff that they've already self internalized about their kid. Oh, my kids like not, de- they're, they're so small or, Oh, they're not as fast as yours. And I'm like, listen, your kid is exactly where they're meant to be. Cause that's where they're at. And I'm like, let's stop all feeding each other all this toxic bullshit. And I'm just like, where the fuck is it coming from? So that's another one on the docket, Jen, that I want to do is what to, what shit you need to stop saying in 2021. It's we're due. Cause if one more fucking loser talk about the lift line and this is not funny. This is me just like getting something off my chest is like, Oh, I can ride up with you. I've already had COVID. I'm like, get the well, fuck, fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Zero people. I'm like, go ahead. Go, you go right you on go. ahead. You go in front of me. I'm not making with an unmasked dude that thinks he's like immune because you're like a fuck. Don't even don't. So you need to stop saying that. So that's, that's happening soon. Yeah, we'll have to do that one because I also yell at people, you all realize how fucking privileged you are and that this is a gift we get to ski, so don't fuck it up. But, okay, another upcoming episode that's 100% happening is that um, I'm interviewing Myrna Valerio, who is the newest addition to the Coalition Snow team, and we're super excited to be getting her out to learn how to ski this winter. So that episode is coming up too. So what you all should know is that Jillian and I are committed to continuing to try to be funny. We understand that our humor isn't for everyone, but like everything else, we fucking do it for ourselves and we do it for our friendship. So your feedback is always welcome. Also, you can unsubscribe if you don't like us because you have control over your life too. So with that said, I cannot wait for our upcoming episodes. I feel, and I just feel like I'm just, I'm going to be so fucking funny now. Tom is going to start being funny and that's going to happen. So. Oh, I'm on it too. And you know, Jen, I think we're due for another social experiment too. I think that's what we mm-hmm. also, we owe it to ourselves. Maybe we just fucking do the toilet paper. Maybe we take the TP um, on the road. I mean, there's so many things that we could do. We're going to. Okay, we're going to talk offline about this and come up with it because we can't tell people what the experiment is because then, then you don't then there's a problem with that. There's a totally. the experiment is flawed. Then so okay, is there return. Work? okay, okay so we're we're going to do this. All right, so everyone, stay tuned for upcoming issues. If you think something's funny that we need to know about, you should email us. You can email us as, email us at hello at coalitionsnow.com. Um, you can Instagram us at Coalition Snow, tweet at us, Facebooks, whatever, and tell us what's funny and what you would also like for us to talk about, and we'll do that another time. So thank yeah, you for being here. And I want to be scored and rated. And Jen yes. is really good about fucking reading emails, and she does. She's also really good about like kind of filtering and sending things my way, which I <laughs> really appreciate because you're just a fucking machine in all the beautiful senses of the word. So yeah, I'm looking to go from, I'm feeling like I'm like at like a three and a half out of 10 and I'm kind of looking to get myself back up to like the nine out of 10 status. That's my goal. I'd I'd be happy at seven. I'd be like, I'm good at seven, but we'll, we'll get there. All right. So that's it for us today. 
here's yeah. to being uh here's to finding our humor again in 2021 because yep, we fucking need it <laughs> cheers to you my friend <laughs> <laughs>